Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Vitality with Magalie on a Journey. I'm your host, Magalie Matthew. Here we cover all things vitality, that is living full of energy. From gut health to spirituality, nutrition to movement, we peel back the layers and unlock ways to heal and feel our best selves, one conscious habit at a time. Stick around, let's dive on in. I'm so excited you're here. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Today I am recording this <laughs> super late. Um, so normally I record these episodes on Monday or like latest Tuesday morning. It's currently 5.20 p.m. on a Tuesday, so it's going to be some speedy editing and uh, uploading afterwards, but it's been, it's been a busy time. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful. It's been, you know, since my transition and starting this new chapter in my life and my career, it's been beautiful to see it flourish um and yeah it's just been a minute that uh I've been this busy so it's I'm navigating all of that and figuring out all these new different projects that I'm starting and how to continue to show up and commit and yeah so um I can't wait to tell you guys about the event that we had on Saturday um before I tell you about the actual event and the beautiful experience that we had, I want to tell you a little bit about the lead up to the event. I was navigating a lot of different emotions. Um, and yeah, I think that whether you're an entrepreneur or not, this is something that you're going to be able to relate to. Um, I, so I decided to do this event. Um, I've been doing, you know, different things as I'm, uh, in this transition of, being a holistic health coach and also a Reiki practitioner and I've been a yoga teacher for a long time and I've wanted to kind of have a little afternoon incorporating the different modalities that I love uh, and really give people time and space to take care of themselves and so I decided to start a series of events um, if the first one was going to go well that was the idea and spoiler alert it did go well <laughs> um and so yeah I'm really looking forward to doing more um I decided to do this event I think it was sometime within Feb within the month of February pretty early on um because I wanted to give myself a lot of time to prep for it um find the right space and then really advertise and market it because I really didn't know uh, how things would be in terms of turnout and with in hindsight I didn't realize how much the event world had changed uh, pre and post COVID um, I was really used to organizing a lot of things uh, in the pre-COVID world with you know having people booking things like weeks if not months in advance and even for an afternoon event like this um, and so I think one of the first things that I really experienced is people weren't booking for this event. And so I really started to doubt myself. Um, I started to doubt, you know, whether what I was creating, people were actually wanting to 
come and be a part of. I started to doubt myself and my abilities. Um, I think I connected and felt a little bit of imposter syndrome. I've, for a long time, even though I did my yoga teacher training in San Francisco, I've always felt that um, maybe not 100% welcomed in the yoga community. Um, I love to have a practice that is that is slower, that um, encourages rest. And yeah, we sweat a little and, you know, we get flowing and movement going. Um, but it's not, my yoga classes are not the sweatiest workout class because I believe that we do a lot of pushing, pushing, pushing in a lot of different ways. And for me, in the way that yoga has um, helped heal me and help connect me to myself is through that slower movement. And so in a world where sometimes, yeah, the, the San Francisco yoga community looked a certain way and I felt like I wasn't fully a part of that, um, that created some maybe imposter syndrome for me. Um, I was speaking to a friend over the weekend who is uh, also a yoga teacher and she's definitely felt some of the similar things, but I think more importantly than that, I started realizing that I was taking it personally, that people were not joining the event and I had to take a beat and look at that and understand what was under that. First of all, accept, uh, the vulnerability of what I was feeling and then really look at it and I saw a few different things one how hard I am on myself and the expectations that I have um, that I set the bar really high and that's not a bad thing I think being ambitious and you know having high dreams and those are all great things um, I think what was happening though is the expectations weren't being met and I started to feel, yeah, taking it personally and as if I wasn't good enough, as if the things that I was creating and bringing into this world weren't good enough for people to want to participate, even though that had nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. First of all, I had so many people that were, you know, close to me or yeah, even close friends that we're like, ah, I wish I could come. I really want to join, but I am away this weekend because we had planned a skiing weekend or we had done this or we had done that. Things that are completely normal. And if it had been like, I don't know, and organizing like a get together with friends and people had told me that, I wouldn't have taken it personally, right? It's like, okay, you have other plans. Totally makes sense. The fact that I kept kind of receiving these no 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 I was like okay what's going on and then something else that happened pretty early on is that um Raul was had told me that he would my husband for any of you who don't know had told me that he would be joining and helping out the event and then one afternoon we were just on the couch and he was like hey so for my event in Santa Cruz the conference I'm um helping co-host uh, what do you want to do? Like, should we make a weekend out of it and go to Santa Cruz? Or do you want to stay in SF? And then I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. What are the dates again? And then he shared the dates. And I was like, mm, what? <laughs> That's the same weekend that my event is happening where you're supposed to help me out. And so I 
also felt like, okay, he's not available and forgot about that event and isn't able to be there. And it was just, I felt like there were so many signs and everybody was just, I don't know, kind of pushing the event away from me and like it shouldn't be happening. And I was questioning myself and I was starting to look at all of these things as like, are these signs? Are these things, is the universe trying to tell me that this isn't meant to happen? And because these things happened pretty early on with me um, pushing it out, I started to buy into that energy. And even though I was bringing this together and I was trying to talk about it, you know, the energy that I was putting into the universe was, well, maybe this isn't good enough and maybe people aren't going to want to join. And so I had a really, really tough moment where I was like, screw it. I'm just going to cancel. I'm going to drop everything and cancel. Nobody wants to come. I'll, you know, lose the money that I invested in the yoga studio space. And that's that, like, it's just not going to happen. And I had one person, I had two people who had bought tickets by that time. And so I, you know, was like, well, it's, I'm going to just reimburse them or do it for the, like, give them credit for the next event. I'll figure it out. No problem. And then this is when I started to reach out to friends and family around me. And yeah, just saying like, I feel, I'm feeling super um, ashamed and like I'm, what I'm doing isn't good enough and like nobody wants to join join and I'm thinking of quitting and stopping. And I had such beautiful, amazing support around me, loving support around me. Um, and one of my friends was sharing me, we were exchanging a little bit back and forth through voice notes and she was telling me like, Hey, a lot of these people that now when they have events and retreats and sell out and there's hundreds, if not thousands of people there, they all started with an event where two people showed up and that's it. And that's totally okay. And that's, you know, you have to start somewhere. And I think I started to realize that if it had been an event where it was just me organizing, I... I think I would have been okay with that, but I put that extra pressure on myself because I had decided to get different people involved and sponsors and have a fun little giveaway at the end. Um, and so having a mix of all of that made me feel like, oh, but you know, these uh, amazing sponsors are giving like free things as a giveaway with also, you know, an expectation to have, um, to be recognized or to have a lot of eyeballs on their brand and so I was like they're not going to be happy with participating and doing this and again I was like just putting that pressure on myself and realizing that you know it's also a lot of pressure that I decided to put on myself for a first event um, but so having the back and forth of those voice notes with my friend I actually started realizing that the moment that Raul told me hey, I'm not going to be able to be there at your event, really, really um, affected me. And I think for a lot of different reasons, we, you know, help each other a lot in our businesses. And 
this was a moment where I felt like I wasn't supported and we've talked a lot about it and, you know, mistakes happen and he forgot and it is what it is. It's totally okay. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say here is that having not gone to the root cause of that made me just continue to like chuck along and, you know, publish information about the event and push it out there without really having a deep intention behind of like, this is going to work out. And you know what, no matter what, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be there and I'm going to give a hundred percent. And once I realized that, that, yeah, I was so focused on these things that were kind of holding me back. I was like, okay, I see it. I'm here. I'm, I'm understanding all of that. Let me, you know, change my attitude and let me connect to actually, why did I even want to create this? What, what am I passionate about? And actually I called the event the same as this podcast, Unlock Your Vitality, a yoga healing event. And I was like, that's all I care about. This is, you know, the message that I heard once upon a time in a Temescal that I'm here to heal and help others heal. That story is uh, in another podcast episode. I think it's episode number three or four. Um, and so I really want to connect to that. I want to continue to, yeah, honor that. And who cares if two people show up? At least, you know, I'll be able to give 100% of myself for those two people. And and if they are joining, it's because they're really looking for something and they're really in need of whatever it is that I'm going to be creating that day. And it was like, you know, you hear a lot of things about the law of attraction and what you put out is what you get back. But I, it was, it was crazy. As soon as that changed, I started having people get tickets to the event. And I think it was like, I checked the time of the voice notes exchanges that I had with my friend. And when three more people bought tickets, which made it like, okay, it's five people. Like I'm for sure doing it. I'm not going to cancel and I can get, you know, another five people. Uh, we still had, by the way, quite a bit of time. Like we still had a week and a half. Um, but again, it was because I was so used to things, how they were pre COVID and didn't think that, yeah, people were going to turn around and get tickets. But anyway, the time that those people bought a ticket was like, a few minutes after those voice note exchanges, literally of me being like, oh my God, okay, I realize what I'm doing and yeah, I'm ready to give it my all and put everything out there again. People started, yeah, little by little coming in and we ended up being 15 and it was so beautiful. It was beautiful to share the space it was also meant to be that role wasn't there because it ended up being all women and what the funny thing is originally I wanted it to be a woman event but then I was like no I don't want to like you know I don't I don't know if there are men that are going to want to come and I don't want to like block out that opportunity uh, also I want Raul to come help and maybe some of his friends want to join and in the end actually it was perfect that he wasn't there because it was such a beautiful, safe circle being woman. And I actually heard at the end, 
while I was saying bye to one of the girls that joined, she was like, you know, it was awesome that we were able to have that sharing circle with just women. It was really special and it felt like a really safe space. And it was just like, yeah, this was really meant to be how it was organized in the end. Um, yeah, just a reminder that we don't have control over these things, you know, that things unfold just as they are meant to be unfolding. And, but in that moment of despair, I had a tough time. Like I haven't gone back to feeling that much not enoughness, um, and feeling like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm, if what I'm doing is the right thing and just self-doubt, I guess. Um, it hadn't happened to that level and that extent. I have told like, you know, anybody like really close to me, like, nope, that's it. I'm canceling. It's done. Like I can't do it. (sighs) And thank God I didn't because it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. I partnered with this beautiful soul, Melissa, who makes uh, these amazing teas. She makes this herbal uh, heart opener tea uh, and bath salts. And she like, so basically people would arrive and they would get a heart opener tea uh, to sip on. And then, you know, eventually set up their yoga mats. And then we did a meditation and a yoga flow that again, there was two moments in during the yoga flow where I had, I like noticed that doubt coming up of like, you know, are people going to enjoy this flow? Just, am, am I doing what their expectation is of what this should be? And then noticing those and being like, okay, let me just give a hundred percent of myself. You know, if I give a hundred percent of myself and this isn't what, these ladies are here and want to enjoy that's okay if I as long as I give a hundred percent of me and I know that what I am creating and bringing into this world is true authentic feels aligned that's really all I can do and everything else will unfold the way that it's supposed to unfold but it was just such a beautiful reminder that One, when you change the energy of what you put into the world, when you are able to connect and see the blockage of what's going on and then accept it for what it is, say, you know, all right, I see you, I understand you, and I'm choosing a different path. And then as soon as I swapped that and changed that energy, it was just a beautiful unfolding. And the rest of the event after the yoga flow, we, uh, we talked a lot about alignment and so had some awesome journal prompts and everybody had just a little bit of time to journal and then we closed in a sharing circle and and then we had the fun giveaways which was just an awesome way to end on a high and it was beautiful and I've sent out a survey and I'll share the testimonials uh, on Instagram if you follow me on there. It was just, yeah, it's been beautiful to read and um, I got a few, you know, messages and emails and voice notes and it's been encouraging and empowering and also I'm just in awe of these women, of the work that they're doing, of the time that they're committing to themselves, um, of the healing that they are excited to continue to pursue And as actually this podcast is coming out on 
International Women's Day, March 8th, I wanted to take a time to connect to that, connect to that day. What's really interesting to me about that day is that it's not something I grew up with. You know, it's not like an awareness day or, yeah, it's not something I celebrated as a kid, as a young girl. Um, The first time that I ever heard about it was one of my best friends is Russian and we went to college together. And on March 8th, I think her family or somebody from her family sent her flowers. And I was like, oh, what is this day? And it was like, oh, it's Women's Day. Like it's huge in Russia. And, but I had really had very little exposure. And then I feel like from there, every year since then, that was probably in like 2010, something like that, 13 years ago. <laughs> um, and ever since then, it's a day that yeah, I guess has gained more importance and visibility and has made us more aware of um, one, I mean, the inequality that continues to be present and also celebrate how far we've come, celebrate all the women before us that have fought for us to have equal rights and voting rights and, you know, uh, more abilities to have to make choices over our bodies and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful celebration of, yeah, I, I just picture, you know, every, every woman, just even within my family of the things that they've had to go, gone, gone through generation after generation to help the next. Um, and I think in celebrating this beautiful day and, and thinking, I'd love to maybe have the next few little parts of this uh, podcast being a, whether it's just, yeah, a few journal prompts, if that can help you, or if you're listening to this as you're commuting or driving, just thinking through and maybe pausing it and having a think and then continue to play. So firstly, thinking about the woman in your lives, the role models that you've had, that you've been lucky to be around. Um, and I think this is more on a personal setting, you know, thinking about maybe whether it's your mom, your grandmother, your sisters, your aunts, women that have, yeah, highly impacted you and what they have brought to you and just taking a moment to celebrate them. Maybe you want to pause this and send them a message Maybe they're no longer with us and it's just writing in your journal or even just thinking it uh, or saying it out loud or letting a friend know or talking to a partner about it of, you know, this woman was so strong, was a huge part of my life and yeah, brought me whatever she brought me. I think the next one I'd love for us to think about is, you know, where, where do we stand with women's rights today and I don't know from where you're listening to this, what's happening culturally. There are still so many cultures where there's a lot of work to do. And even, you know, living in the U.S. um, and being French, there is definitely a lot of work to do in both of those cultures. So just tuning into that, you know, where do we feel like there's still a gap? Uh, Where are you maybe personally experiencing? where there is a gap where have you heard there is a gap where where have you seen it where have you witnessed it maybe you've experienced it personally maybe you're a man and you're not sure 
And you can take this time to ask the woman in your lives, you know, where have you seen or experienced that? And following that, thinking about, is there anything that we can do? Can we speak to our, you know, female co-workers and see if there is something that we can do within the workplace? Can we speak to our spouse and talk about things that might feel uneven within their relationship? Can we look at our children and see if we have daughters or boys and or a mix and are we treating them differently? Are we is is there something that we can connect to in in light of this day? Um, what about with our friendships? What about, you know, with our family dynamics? Just kind of taking this time to reflect and notice if there's conversations that can lead to sparking change or yeah, I really believe that change starts with within looking at ourselves and then rippling out rippling that out to our families and our community and our workplace and little by little um making that difference. I am going to be spending the day with eco experience and we're going to be with 20 kids and so I'm really excited to have a conversation with them and see what they're thinking as 14 year olds about this day and in general about yeah women's rights and equality and how they're feeling what the girls and boys of that classroom um, are feeling and expressing and I'm really excited to celebrate this day with a younger generation and and thinking about it and so to all my beautiful ladies I wish you an amazing and beautiful International Women's Day. May we continue to support each other, be there for each other, um, listen to each other, yeah, and really lift each other up. And to all my men, thank you for being a beautiful part of our lives, and I wish you to celebrate all the important women and ladies in your life today. So... That's it for today. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. And I can't wait to chat to you next week. And don't forget to stick around for the well-being tip of the week. All right, today's well-being tip of the week is all about hydration. Are you getting enough water? I aim for about two liters of water per day. I know that may seem like a lot if you're not consistently having water, but what I highly recommend is get yourself a bottle of water that's about that amount, fill it up first thing in the morning, and then start sipping it out throughout the day. Hopefully around by around midday, you should have gotten through that first one, and then you can go through that next one throughout the rest of the day. The idea is obviously if you're exercising or sweating a lot, you're probably going to want to have more water. Um, But the other thing that's really important about hydration is thinking about minerals. Are you somebody that continues to drink a lot of water and still feel thirsty? You might want to look into adding minerals, whether that's natural minerals, just a squeeze a lemon and a little bit of sea salt, or 
Maybe you want to look into something like adding trace minerals, especially if you're filtering your water. Filtering your water is amazing if you're in California like me because you know that those pipes are not having or hosting all the things that we want to be ingesting. Um, but if you are filtering, you're removing also all of the good minerals out of that. And so adding minerals back in can really help you um, feeling completely hydrated and ensuring that your body is getting what it needs uh, to be able to feel good and essentially unlock your vitality. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Bye.